RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Friday, April 17th, 2020. On today's show, LeVar Burton confirms that he's talked to Star Trek Picard producers about Geordi LaForge appearing in Season 2. Movie Park Germany releases a video of an orchestral performance of the music from their roller coaster, Star Trek Operation Enterprise. Plus, I've got the answer to Tuesday's trivia question coming up next. LeVar Burton has given his strongest indication yet that we can expect to see some of his Star Trek The Next Generation character, Geordi LaForge, in Season 2 of Star Trek Picard. In a video interview with Entertainment Tonight via Yahoo Entertainment, Burton was asked directly whether he would revisit his role. After wondering... How do I answer this without getting myself in trouble? Burton answered, I think that it is reasonable to assume that those people are still a part of Picard's life, and sure, what the hell? Yeah, absolutely. Pressed on whether that meant he was definitely doing it, Burton continued to dance around an answer, saying, I think you'll see us all. Probably not all at the same time, although, you know, you never say never. Now, there's been much speculation about what position we might see Geordi in in a Picard series. In the Picard Countdown comics, it was revealed that sometime after the events of Star Trek Nemesis, he took up a position at the shipyards at Utopia Planitia. While his fate after that was unclear, a passing reference to him in the Star Trek Picard episode Maps and Legends implied that he is safe and well, living contemporary to the new series. So what would Burton have Geordi doing in a new season of Picard? Burton said he suggested to the producers that his character be in a position of teaching, or passing knowledge on to the next generation, if you'll pardon the pun. But, Burton said, Alex Kurtzman and the folks are in charge and they're doing an amazing job. And whatever it is they want me to do, I'm pretty sure it's going to be spectacular. That sounds pretty concrete. Does that mean that something's been filmed? No, said Burton. Nothing in the can. When pressed for clarification, he followed up. It has been talked about. However, Burton did remain coy about whether an actual deal has been signed, saying only, mum's the word. Now, this is far from the first time Burton has hinted that there could be a future for Geordie in Star Trek Picard, but it is worth noting Burton has admitted talks with the producers— And since Whoopi Goldberg is already expected to reprise her role as Guinan in Season 2, perhaps that means the door has opened for further cameos as well. Hey, remember theme parks? If you're a Star Trek fan, and I suspect you are, and you're a fan of theme parks, which I also suspect you are because who isn't, you probably know about Movie Park in Germany. It's filled with attractions built around movies and TV shows, Trek fans may know it as the home of the only Star Trek roller coaster in the world. For now. (sighs) Okay, one can dream. Of course, the park is closed as part of COVID-19 mitigation efforts, 
as is, one assumes, every theme park on the planet. But Movie Park is still looking to amuse. The site The Trek Collective has word of something new from the park. Well, it's something we haven't seen before anyway. Movie Park has posted 22 minutes of an orchestra recording music for their roller coaster, Operation Enterprise. Now, the ride is just over two minutes long, and there's no music on it. So what's the soundtrack for? Well, the Star Trek coaster is accompanied by a walkthrough of set replicas, a holodeck simulator, which sounds kind of recursive, a food synthesizer, and all sorts of Star Trek-seeming stuff, all set around a Starfleet Academy recruitment center. The Trek Collective went in-depth on that a few years ago. But we were talking about the music. Now, the site says that the attraction features specially recorded music, a mix of classic Trek themes and brand new music composed just for the ride. Recorded with the Budapest Film Orchestra, the performance includes a whopping 63 musicians, 40 strings, 8 woodwinds, 11 brass, 3 percussionists, and 1 harp player. Now, you can watch the 20-plus minutes of Trek and Trek-inspired music on YouTube. And if you're feeling adventurous... There's also a 360-degree video of a ride on the coaster itself. I've got the answer to Tuesday's trivia in just a moment, but first, a word from me. I'm looking for a writer to join me here on Daily Star Trek News. If you love Star Trek and you can write for broadcast, then you might just be who I'm looking for. For this position, you'll need to be able to commit to around an hour a day, but there's a small stipend available and you'll get to help grow this show. Now, if you're interested, please write to me at info at dailystartreknews.com or use the contact form on the website. Let me know why you'd be a good choice, and please include some examples of your writing. I look forward to hearing what you have to offer, and let's boldly go into the future together. And now, without further ado, it's the answer to this week's Trek Trivia. On Tuesday, I asked you, so many different actors, like 11 or 12, have played Spock in Star Trek's 53-year history. But how many actors have played James T. Kirk? The answer? Now, similar to Spock, it depends a little on how you count it, but I'd peg it at five or six, and maybe seven. You've got Kirk from the original series, played by William Shatner, Kirk from the Kelvin Timeline, played by Chris Pine, Then there's young Kirk from the Kelvin timeline, played by Jimmy Bennett, and the one everyone forgets, Kirk in Janice Lester's body, played by Sandra Smith in the last ever episode of the original series, Turnabout Intruder. Oh yeah, and one or two babies right at the start of Star Trek 2009. Now for an extra bonus, you could also add in James T. Kirk, a fan who legally changed his name in 1974 to that of his favorite captain. He did technically appear as a crew member in the recreation deck scenes in Star Trek The Motion Picture, so you could make the case for him being number seven. And a tip of the hat to Memory Alpha for that last little nugget. For more Trek trivia, tune in next Tuesday. One last thing before I go. Tomorrow marks the start of a new video series with Dr. Trek Larry Nemechek and actual doctor and friend of the Roddenberry Podcast Network, Ali Matu. Together, they're hosting Life Support Live, their mission to boldly go through uncertain times and help you along as well. 
You can find more information on the series on Facebook at Larry Nemechek's Trekland, on YouTube on The Psych Show with Dr. Ali, or on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash LS host. And tune in tomorrow, Saturday, April 18th at 12 p.m. Pacific for the series premiere. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek Newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. I'm at Daily Trek News on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm back on Monday with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend and live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.